Hey, this is Matt Beckwith with the Winning with Beckwith podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to provide sales, business, and leadership information to help individuals in all walks of life. Each episode is unique, and we will bring some of the top leaders and business owners to the podcast to share what they have learned and are learning as well as myself. So thank you for tuning in. All right, welcome to this episode of Winning with Beckwith. I couldn't really be more excited to have the legendary Jasmina West on the uh, on the podcast this week. Um, she is a local real estate company owner. I think they call it broker. Yes. Yes, she's the broker. She's the owner of Triumph Realty here in Virginia Beach. And I've known Jasmina for how long? Do you know how long? Probably at least 10 years, I would it, say. It feels like 10 years. It is 10 and years. And so I've known Jasmina <laughs> um, since she was an independent agent by herself mm-hmm. with nobody else on her team. Yeah. Um, all the way to owning a real estate company. And, and how many agents do you have now? I think we have about 77 agents right now. Yep. So she went from being by herself to 77 agents and that's really the main reason I wanted to have her on the podcast because she um, is and and was a fast riser in the real estate business. She also loves entrepreneurship as a whole. She's a great leader, she's good at sales, but she always has these great business ideas. She's always thinking of great business ideas. And so (laughs) a lot of good stuff we could talk about today. Um, I did wanna throw out there too, very important. Um, She's married to an amazing guy named Ryan. I am. Anything you want to say about Ryan, other than he's amazing? I mean, he he's a 20-year veteran, which... Marines, right? Yes. Yeah. He retired 20 last year, and um, now he has trans- transitioned into real estate um, working with me, yeah. which has been a little bit of a challenge, yeah. but... We could do a whole podcast you know, on that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, he's a very interesting guy, and um, I would probably say that he's one of the main reasons for my success, because he helped out a lot when I first started doing yeah, real estate. Yeah, I, I really wanted him yeah. to uh, come on with you because I think you guys are such a dynamic duo, but he said that you would be way better without him. So we'll, we'll roll with that. And I agree with him. You are amazing. Um, he said he wants to do his own where he's dressed as a pirate. So you might have something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, I think we can do that. Can we do that? Can we do that? All right. Yes. So uh, with, with that, you guys have three daughters, right? Yep. And I have, of course, four daughters, which I've talked about before in the podcast. So we have a lot in common with the all daughters thing. I mean, how insane is your house? I know mine's pretty crazy. I'm just so blessed. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. It's of very, very, are. very challenging to have three daughters, especially close in age like yours. Yeah. So trying to work and be a mom and try to raise decent children is a challenge itself. That's yeah. a completely different podcast. Yeah. So we, uh, we connect. Um, a lot with just having the, the three daughters, but um, that we could talk about our daughters a lot, but I did want to focus on the sales, yep. right? Your leadership um, and just being an entrepreneur in general. And so I know Jasmina, she's in the real estate business, but a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about today, it really applies to all businesses like we talked about before. And so uh, one thing that I was doing my research, mm-hmm. I know I've known you for 10 years and I knew you were in the army, right? But when I was researching you, I didn't realize you were a medic in the army. And so that made a lot of sense to me because if you're a medic in the military, then you got to stay calm under pressure. Right. And so to me, that totally makes sense in the real estate business of staying calm under pressure. So, um, we'll talk about that in a second, but before we get to that, I, I wanted to know, like, if something like tell the audience something that nobody really knows about you, just maybe Ryan and a couple other people, or maybe your parents. Well, I mean, one thing is, I guess, 
real estate's not necessarily my first passion. My first passion is horses, as horses. you may know. I used yeah. to be a horse trainer uh, before the army. So, <laughs> so wait a second, wait a second. What does that even mean? What does a horse trainer do? Like you so train. I used to compete professionally doing show jumping. Have you seen the horses that jump over yeah. fences like in the Olympics and stuff? Yeah, on your Facebook page. Yes, yeah. I, I did that, but not at that height as they do in the Olympics right. on a way lower level. And um, I taught people how to ride horses. Okay, so you train people how to ride yeah. horses. You're mm -hmm. not training the horses. Well, you kind you of do train both. the horses. You okay. do both because um, you have to train the horses and then you have to train the people when you're a trainer. You do both. This all makes sense. You had the perfect training for real estate. Right? Yes, <laughs> so, I guess so. You know, you had the medic and then the, yeah. the horse experience. So that's great. And also, you're, you're originally from where? So I'm born and raised in Sweden, yep. but I'm actually 100% Macedonian. Macedonian. That's yes. Right. So... I speak Macedonian and I speak Swedish. So growing up in Sweden, being Macedonian, it's almost like, you know, being 100% Italian and growing up in America, you speak English outside of the house and then you speak Italian at home. So I grew up speaking Swedish outside of my household and spoke Macedonian at home. So, okay, yeah, yeah, we learned a lot today. Also, I think everybody should know that uh, we both snowboard, Jasmine and I, and I'm way better than <clears> you, so. Would you like to add something to that? <laughs> about our little challenge that we had about who's the better snowboarder. So let's move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, she is an amazing snowboarder. Well, when you when you snowboard on in the Alps yes. growing up, it gives you a competitive edge compared compared to wintergreen <laughs> in Virginia. So Absolutely. Uh, anyway, so going back to the army thing, I'm just um, curious going from the army um, to real estate. And I'm sure you did some other things in between there. But what kind of took you from that into real estate? So when I got out of the army, um, which I had to do because we were both active duty, but we were different branches. So as a lot of people know, when you're different branches, especially army and Marines, it's yeah. almost impossible to stay in the same area. So yep. my husband and I made a decision that I was gonna get out because I only had four years in and he was at like 11 at the time, I think. And um, we moved to Virginia Beach where I didn't really know anyone. So, you know, we had just had our first daughter and I said to him, I was like, Maybe it's time for me to take a little bit of a break. I was like, I want a housewife job. I'm like, what's a good housewife job? <laughs> and we talked so about real, it. Real estate. Yeah. In my real. mind, yeah, when I okay. first decided I was going to do real estate, I thought it was, I was going to sell one or two houses, maybe yeah. three or four a year, you know, to friends and family kind of thing and just get extra money for travel or whatever else. But um, it didn't end up that way. It was like, it <laughs> became very addicting and... Uh, I like staying busy, so once my daughter was like six months, I just went all in, and I feel like I never stopped. Yeah, how like, long? How old's your oldest? She's gonna be turning eleven on the fourth, yeah. April fourth. So, so ten yeah. years in now. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I think it's funny now that we're in the business, yeah. thinking that that was gonna be. And you can do that as a housewife and kind of do that on the you side. You can, but, absolutely. You know, I just now I know your personality. You don't do anything like that. You go all in when you do something. Yeah, I don't half acid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, going from the army into um, you know growing and managing your business, was there anything that you got from the army that you think applied to, to you running your business? I think a lot of things, both good and bad. I mean, um, I would say that the military is a little bit of a different leadership yeah. than most um, other jobs, like in yeah. the civilian sector, especially. So there was things that I didn't like that I changed once I started working in the civilian world. Yeah. But I also took a lot of the things that were good about being in the military. Like, you know, one of the simplest things that most, um, especially realtors cannot manage is yeah. be on time. If you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. 
as you know, you work with a lot of us. Yeah. I have some slacking on that now because I've turned into that person. I'm yeah. either right on time or, but no, I'm not going to say you were late. Today. No, just no, maybe no. a couple. I was just late. right on time. Um, but the structure, I yeah. like some of the structure in the military, you know, use your chain of command before you go to the boss right off the bat. Um, working under pressure, of course, doing yeah. more than one thing at once was some of the things that multitasking, a lot of multitasking. Yeah. Absolutely. So I would say that those are the top things that yeah. I took with me from the military. Yeah, I love that you said be on time mm -hmm. because I, I don't necessarily, I don't think most people would say um, that's a leadership quality or a business quality, right? But it is. It's huge. Right? I think that being on time is is important, right? Um, or at least if you're gonna be late, let somebody know, yes. right? In our, in our world, you may be meeting a client or you may be meeting another agent to yep. mentor them. And there's nothing worse than, you know, sitting there waiting on somebody. Well, I mean, the older I get, the more I realize how important time is. Like, yeah. you know, I don't like wasting people's time and I don't like when people waste my time. And I think, you know, be on time. That's, yeah, no, that's I think fun. that was good. No, it was really good. Um, so today, how would you describe your leadership? Like, what is your leadership style? What would you say? For lack of better terms, I would say, I guess it's pretty democratic. Let's put it that way. I like to collaborate. I like to listen to what people have to say in the company. I like to, you know, involve them in making decisions, you know, whether it's systems that we use, events that we do with the team or the company to, you know, just like marketing, advertising, anything. Yeah. I like to involve people. Yeah. I don't like to be the only one that makes all the final decisions. I mean, I do make the final decision, but right. I like to hear everybody out, uh, yeah. whoever wants to be involved. That, that, so. <laughs> that's really good. And I'm just going to take a second. So um, collaboration. So when I Googled what are the top characteristics of successful business owners, mm -hmm. collaborator was one of the top three. Oh, okay. I just was curious and yeah. I just Googled it. And I actually had that in my notes to talk about because I, I always thought of you as a good collaborator. But I do think in business, uh, a lot of times we can be guilty of not collaborating, especially when you're the owner. And Absolutely. you know you have to make the final decision and that's okay. But when you don't take into account your team members and the other people in your company, it feels like you're a dictator to them. And Absolutely. I, and I just feel like getting when you involve them, you know, we've talked about this before on different on different podcasts, but I just want to reiterate that because it's such a good point. It's like when you involve them, they feel involved in the decision and they're a part of it. They're not just being told what to do. Exactly. And I'm, you know, I'm smart enough to know that I'm not the smartest person in the room all the time, which I know I'm not. So I'm willing to hear out all these younger people than me to have way better ideas sometimes, yeah. especially, you know, when With it comes TikTok. to, oh my God, TikTok. <laughs> I, it, I don't even know how to use TikTok. Yeah, I'm still learning. Uh, I think my daughter knows how to use TikTok better than I do, but just Instagram, you know, social media, all the new programs that come out constantly. I mean, we try to stay on top of all those things, but if I don't listen to the people that work with me, yeah. they might have tried things that work better than what we have now. I mean, we're not going to improve. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think as we we've gotten more experience in our business, I don't use the word old, just more experience. We nice. have wisdom that we can pass on to the younger generation, but at the same time, like you're saying, like let's hear what they have to say from their perspective, Absolutely. which is a great point. Yeah, really good point. Um, now we had touched on this earlier. You know, you're in, you were an independent agent, like when I met you ten years ago, and and now you have a, a company with seventy some agents and employees and and um, all kinds of side businesses too. But the, the world would look at you, 
right? Or somebody new mm -hmm. to the business and be like, wow, you're super successful, right? Now I know mm -hmm. you because we've talked a lot and you're always shooting for that next level. Um, you may not say that um, because you're humble, but we're gonna just go with that. You're super successful. So why do you think you are successful? And what have been some of your keys to success? So I'm gonna say the same thing almost again. It's not that I'm smarter than anyone or I have any better ideas than anyone. Yeah. It's the grind. It's just like you just have to work harder than the next person and that's how you're going to succeed. Yeah. I mean, you can't just expect things to come to you. You have to go after it, basically. And that's true. And when you fail, you can't just stay down. You have to get right back up. So resiliency. Yeah, resiliency. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Resiliency yeah. and hard work. There's no shortcut. There's no trick to it. You just have to work harder than the next guy next to you. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, and I know, especially at the beginning, because we worked a lot together that um, it is you're you're dropping kids off at daycare. You're you're uh, going to show a house. You're going back and picking them up. And and I know Ryan because he was he was deployed some during that time. And so you were a single mom with kids selling real estate, which when you think back to it now, I mean, that that's crazy. You were working hard. <laughs> I was. Yes, it was three under five. Yeah. With him deployed constantly. Absolutely. For sure. Um, yeah. One thing that that I had in my notes um, that I thought was a reason you've been successful. So this is me on the outside looking in, mm -hmm. right? Obviously, I know you work hard and all that, but one thing that I think you do really well is you you want to see your people succeed. And, Absolutely. Um, you want to see your your team grow, which is I think like when people come to work at your company, um, they're like, hey, you, you you take that serious and you want to see them develop. Um, so go ahead. No, I was going to say one thing that I've tried to do throughout my whole career is bring people up with you. Yeah. Because if you don't, the top gets really, really lonely. Yeah. Like you don't want to be on the top all by yourself. You want to have the people that you like and the people that, you know, you get along with yeah. and that you consider equal to you and as hardworking as you to be right up there with you because I mean what am I going to do go on vacations by myself and drive the nice cars all alone like no. yeah you have to have friends to do all these things with yeah <laughs> no I think specifically I mean that I was going to ask you specifically um what you think helps them but I think just that mentorship and that wanting um you know to help them grow I think is really the key yeah and um, I mean there's there's enough work for all of us it's they're not taking away from me so like, yeah. there's plenty of houses to sell. There's plenty of clients that want to buy houses. It's, it's not a competition. It's like, again, collaboration. We're working together and we're all going to be successful together. No, I think that's great. So um, including yourself and some other individuals that you may that have been successful in the business world, mm -hmm. uh, what characteristics or maybe one or two things that you see that are in common for all of them? I know we talked about hard work and the resiliency, right? Anything else you can think of? I mean, those are the main things, but innovation, I would say. Yeah. You have to be able to change with the market. Mm, There's good. a lot of agents that um, are not adapting properly, and I feel like they kind of fall behind. So you have to be very adaptable. And again, to be innovative, you have to listen to the people around you. Gosh, that's so <laughs> good. I mean, I know, so um, on camera, you guys can't see this because behind the scenes we have uh, this fabulous gentleman by the name of Colin. And what he does 
is he writes down all these great quotes um, during the podcast because we'll use them later on social okay. media and stuff. But I've seen him typing the whole time. You've had so many, <laughs> so many good things. And so uh, I just want to reiterate that innovation part because it doesn't matter whether you're a real estate agent. We work in the mortgage business. Um, but again, it doesn't matter what kind of business you own. If you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you own your own business. Like mm-hmm. you constantly have to be looking at the next thing. What is technology doing? How is it changing yeah. my business? And how can I can fit that in my business? So that was a great point. Um, so let's talk about challenges, right? Moving on to the good things. So what are some of the challenges that you faced as a, as a business owner over the past six, seven years? I mean, the changing market is always, always a challenge. Um, one of the hardest things that I had to get past was when I started growing and I had people leaving. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, I was taking it very personal and I thought it was my failure it was I did something wrong and I used to beat myself up about it and be like how can I change how can I you know what did I do kind of thing and just getting over that was probably one of my biggest challenges and also a lot of people might not consider this a challenge but from what my visions were and from what I want to do fast growth was a little bit of a challenge to try to stay on top of fast growth. I kind of just wanted to like slow it down. And I was (laughs) like, it's going too fast. Why is this happening? Kind of thing. But that's when you have to think on your toes and be able to expand (laughs) appropriately. Yeah. So they'll stay up late at night. Yeah. Stay, <laughs> no, stay, like I said, just getting over failure, your own failure, because that's what I consider it to be yeah. when people left me to realizing that it's not me. You know, sometimes it's like, you know, flavors of ice cream. Some people like chocolate, some like vanilla, some like strawberry. Yeah. Like if I'm vanilla, they want to have strawberry, they're going to go somewhere else. Yeah. So I realized I can't make everybody happy and I just had to stay and focus on what my vision was. And if other people felt the same way, they would eventually join and it worked out. Yeah. One thing I was thinking of while you were saying that, and we were talking about collaboration a minute ago and I'll come back to the challenges, but um, do you collaborate with other owners of of businesses in your business and and related um, businesses? And how important do you think that is? It's important to talk. Absolutely. Because I'm fortunate enough, I don't know if this goes for everybody, but I'm very fortunate enough to have a few really close friends that are also um, business owners, not just in real estate, but other businesses. And like we were saying earlier, with all the changes that constantly happen in the economy and in the world and everything, like how they're handling uh, things. So it's, it's very important to talk to people, even if they're not just in real estate. I'm lucky to have really close friends that also own their own firm. So we will talk about, you know, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And they're willing to share as I am. So it's not like we're keeping secrets from each other. And yeah, I think that's important because some business owners, I know just from talking to other people that they're always worried about people stealing their ideas and you know that, and that's not really what it's about. You have to be confident in your business like you are to know that um, you're not the smartest one in the room. Like I, no. like I say all the time, I'm usually the the least smartest in the room. So I try to get other people around me that are smart. Uh, so it works good. But uh, going back to the challenges. So one of the things you mentioned was things changing quickly within the market. And so I think in the real estate market, you know, I've, I've been in the mortgage business now for, for almost 20 years. And so I've seen a lot of different things. Yeah. But really in all businesses, there's always going to be change. That's the one thing we know is going to happen is there's going to be changes. And Absolutely. so um, you just mentioned like 
adapting and then also staying on top of the fast growth. So there's going to be times of fast growth and there's going to be times of slow growth. So you just have to, as a business owner, take advantage of both of those times. Cause I always tell people here, whenever we're super busy, mm-hmm. there's so many holes exposed in our process, right? Absolutely. You're like, Oh, that did, that was working great, you know, six months ago, but that's not working anymore. And you constantly have to be reevaluating and looking at things. And then sometimes a slow can also expose problems. Um, and not as much, it's not the same problems you would have seen with the fast growth, um, but it can uh, do that. Yeah. So that was good. That was really good. Well, what do you enjoy most about being a business owner, an entrepreneur? The flexible hours. I get to make my own hours and schedule my own yeah. schedules. And, um, you know, if I want to go away with my family, I don't have to ask anybody for permission. Yeah. I can go and do that. Um, I enjoy helping other people and seeing them grow and succeed. I think that's one of the main things. Yeah. I love seeing people successful around me, especially people that have been with me since the beginning. It's almost like having a little baby and you just like grow it. I know. It's so <laughs> it's good. Like, it's yeah. so good. Um, so how would you describe your, your culture today at your company? So... We're very grassroots, like we're not a big recruiting company. I've never done any recruiting events or advertised any formal, you know, recruiting campaigns or anything like that. It's word of mouth. So most people that come to us either knew somebody in the company or they knew us. So we're all kind of like minded and everybody's very willing to share with each other. Like you said, they're not worried that somebody's going to steal their clients or come up with like some great idea and steal it from them they actually openly share yeah which is very nice to see and um everybody's there to support each other like if somebody puts out a house that they need help showing like one agent put out today can somebody open up a door for me in portsmouth and there's like six agents they're like i got you i'll help you so it's it's a really good team environment with no drama i want to knock on wood (laughs) you can do that (laughs) (laughs) We don't have drama, which is very refreshing. I don't have to deal with he said, she said, which I know, or they looked at me this way or they did that. It's it's a very friendly and happy environment. Yeah, I would agree just from the outside looking in. Yeah. Um, So there's a lot of companies and people that I've met with that own other companies and other businesses. And they're always one of the big things any company is trying to accomplish is to get a good culture. And that honestly, yeah. to have that team culture like you guys have. So what do you think were some of the keys and how you got there? I mean, I have some ideas, but. I think it's, uh, like I said, because we haven't done any mass recruiting. So we're not just about the numbers and just take on anybody. When I sit down and talk to people, I lay it all out. And I say, this is how this company is. And this is what type of people we have in this company. And this is how I am. If yeah. it fits you, you're more than welcome to come and try it. If not good luck like i'm not i don't have a sales pitch i'm not promising anybody i under promise so when they come and do well they're super happy yeah (laughs) expectations low no that's that's yes and i tell them you know this is the uh adult real estate company i was like when you graduate from high school and college you can come and work here because this is what it is this is how much support we provide in this section of real estate and this is how much i expect from you to do on your own and Honestly, our company is not for everybody. As I tell the people that come and interview with me, 
you have to be self-motivated. You have to wake up every morning yeah. and want to work because I'm not gonna make you. Yeah. Like if you make it, you make it. I'm like, your success is not in my hands. So if you're that type of agent, you know, and you come there, you don't expect me to hand feed you. Yeah. I will always be there to support you any hour of the day, yeah. but if you Well, I think you're right though. In our world, they're the most successful salespeople, which is what you have at your company, yeah. are, are self-starters and they motivate themselves. Like you're not yeah, gonna wake absolutely. up every morning and call them and tell them to go out and make sales calls. No, I'm not <laughs> so, going to. Yeah. I will provide all the tools. Yeah the systems, the office space, whatever you need. I mean, I'll pay for your advertising if you need me to, but I'm not gonna make you do anything. That's why everything, we have meetings, training, everything is optional. And if you don't show up to any of them and then you come and cry to me, I'm gonna say, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's <true. It's> like, <laughs> Yeah, um, but on the team environment thing, I, one thing that I've noticed, you guys do a lot of events and you have fun together. And I just wanted to throw that out there. It's not really a question. I just wanted to mention that because I think it's important. Um, and so it depends on the size of your company, but smaller companies specifically, you can do small events, you can do get togethers, you can do yeah. large events for, for the whole company. But I think it's important as you're building relationships, it helps each other kind of grow as you do events and things together as a team. It does. For sure. So yeah. I want to transition because we just started to talk about sales a little bit. And obviously you're an expert in sales because you sold a ton of houses um, and you mentor people all the time in this in this category. But what do you think the top salespeople all have in common? Like their their number one characteristics. Think about the top agents that you know over the years. I think they're authentic. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily like apply by scripts or anything like yeah. that. They're themselves from the ones that I'm close with, at least. Uh, and again, they don't overpromise. They always deliver. And um, they always answer their phone. I think that's, that's one of the available. key things. They are. They're available they or they'll call you back. Phone. Yes, or they call you back. I mean, they're all, text messages, all text messages get answered. Um, all emails get answered. There's, I guess communication Yeah. is what I was I think that's true. For. You know what? I, what is an underrated skill for salespeople is good listeners. Oh my God! Yes. I mean, how many? How good of listeners you have to be yourself. to sell somebody yes. to ha sell somebody a house? <laughs> um, you have to be a good listener to listen to what they're telling you they're looking for and to pick up on little things, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, listen. But I think that's that a lot of times when people think of sales, they think of like the used car sales guy, right? They're just pressurized. It's pressure sales. But the best salespeople aren't like that. No, the, the well, it doesn't work in real estate no. because it's not a few hour relationship like you have at the car lot. It, it's a relationship that's gonna last for a minimum of 30 days. Yeah. And then you want them to refer more people to you, tell all their friends about how amazing you were. So you have to, like you said, you have to listen and you have to be available and you have to be very flexible. Yeah. And one thing too, I think with salespeople, all the top salespeople I know um, in our world and really any sales, they're extremely confident. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Uh, some of them are too confident. But <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. So, I mean, there's two. I like there's that humble confidence where like they're good listeners and they're confident in their abilities, um, you know, and I think the the top salespeople that I'm thinking of in my mind right now and, and probably um, you and, and other people that I know, they're always very confident. And the other thing we talked about earlier was resiliency, yes. like being able to hear the word no or take negative feedback is such a big thing and being able to move forward from that. Yeah. Um, how many times have you been told now? I don't even know. A lot. <laughs> a million. <laughs> a million. A ton. Yes. And so 
because um you know we talk about sales a lot here on the podcast and we do talk about that that negative thing you have to be able to draw a line in the sand and push past the nose and understand that when you're talking to people it may not always be a good fit with that particular client or that particular sale and so don't take it personal when somebody tells you no right yeah and actually that's very important that you said that too because um i've had clients where i felt like this was not a good match yeah and knowing my team i've told them hey i think you would work better with this person yeah and it's worked out so you have to be willing to let some of them go because you're not you're not gonna make everybody happy yeah so no that that's really good like we hit on a lot of points we're actually almost at our time limit and so before we wrap up i just wanted to throw out there any tips you want to give to any new business owners or anybody just getting into sales that we haven't talked about or did we hit it all i think we hit most of them yeah i think so too yeah that just work good. hard yeah so thank you so much for yeah, coming thank on you the for podcast. having me um everybody jasmina west um there's a lot of good things i could tell you about her she um is one of the more successful business owners in hampton roads great entrepreneur wife Yes. mom to three daughters so thank you again for coming on and and again to the viewers the listeners i really appreciate all the feedback the comments um sharing it on facebook all that kind of stuff i really enjoy seeing that um so keep doing that and we'll see you on the next episode